welcome to a conversation about suicide prevention and emotional helpline with ahana sharma volunteer and social media manager at samaritans mumbai samaritans mumbai is a helpline providing emotional support for those who are stressed distressed depressed welcome ahana it's nice to have you here and so let me start by asking you what is samaritans mumbai Firstly, thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for having Samaritans Mumbai. We are very uh, uh, grateful to have this platform and to be able to share the mental health experience and the help that we do come under the umbrella and provide. So you are very right. This lockdown has been very very difficult for a lot of people, and uh, we mm -hmm. are a helpline. We are an emotional support helpline. and uh, we function from uh, 5 to 8 o'clock right now we had to shorten our okay. services due to the lockdown etc we are there every day we also have an email service i'll get into that later mm -hmm. but coming back to your question of history so samaritans mumbai actually uh, had its uh, first uh, you can say first branch in the uk that's where the whole okay. idea comes from and uh, okay. it's about and and we are the first offshoot samaritans mumbai is the first offshoot of samaritans uk that started way back in 1960 uh, 1963 so they okay. started then and then the first india uh, branch or rather the first branch in the whole world was samaritans mumbai so okay. uh, we we have actually uh, what we do and the similarity that remains right now with us and them is basically just the value systems of befriending and the value systems of being there for somebody that hold for us so that is what we do we function independently and samaritans mumbai uh, started initially it was a walk in counseling service but in 1993 we started our phone line service which okay. continues even today and uh, we have also now our email service which uh, also functions so we are available on calls and on email so 1993 was actually the time when we started our call system and we inducted volunteers trained them and started our uh, phone line service helpline what we call a emotional support and a suicide prevention helpline okay so there is somebody holding this uh, mumbai samaritan uh, samaritans mumbai together is there a, a group of people or is it a trustee yes. or yes 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 like you very rightly pointed out uh, we uh, there is a trust and we are an ngo okay. and a trust handles us oh wow and, okay uh, so we function under that yes please okay so you said it's a volunteer run organization right so how does right. one volunteer who can volunteer and is there any training for that so uh, anybody can volunteer uh, we get a lot of people who think that because it is about emotional support and because it is about helping other people maybe people from the psychology background or maybe people from the social service background can only apply but that's totally okay. not true the okay. anybody can apply and be okay volunteers people from a plethora of uh, job uh, profiles and career profiles and life profiles who can join the commonality comes that all of them go through a vigorous training we have a proper screening process we have mm -hmm. a training process which we are very okay. very serious about and then we have okay. a post training process hmm. so everybody okay. irrespective from whichever background you are coming from whichever age group you are coming from could be marketing could be uh, corporate could be anything or uh, you could be a housewife you could be a college student 
we you will all go through the training process and after the training process everybody is on an equal pedestal and after the training right. process once you screen you and once you're selected you are going to be uh, taken in for calls and for email uh yeah so what are the options that are available to somebody who is troubled and how does the helpline actually work so uh, the helpline like i said is available and is on on the daily on a daily basis from monday okay. to sunday we are uh, available daily and we run from uh, 5 to 8 o'clock 5 pm to 8 pm which is okay. our shortened time after the lockdown and i think after things improve a little bit we hope to go back on our earlier time and definitely our goal is to make it a 24/7 helpline okay. uh, but right now we are functioning from 5 to 8 pm and the other uh, so you can call us any time between this and we have three numbers uh, which people can see on our website on all our social media handles uh, the right. second way anybody can approach us is that they can email us our email okay. id is talk to samaritans at the rate gmail.com and they can email us and then uh, we have an email team that uh, uh, replies back and a lot of people are not comfortable talking and we absolutely appreciate that so they prefer the email service much better so Surprise. they are able to email yes some of them are just not comfortable hiding maybe they are not okay with uh, you know uh they are maybe scared or uh, they maybe are oh. not uh, you know uh, they are not able to talk or maybe put their feelings were batten or maybe there is just not space especially especially now during the lockdown people don't have that private space anymore to make a call yeah. so just true, saying true. that we actually have we've actually seen a huge surge in our email emails that we've gotten uh i mean okay. we are talking about almost 200 emails that we are getting in a month and uh, our calls go around to under yes 200 emails a month a month okay yes, 200 emails a month and around 600 calls a month on an average wow that's so amazing so we get 600 yeah so we have a lot of people approaching us and definitely like you pointed out in the beginning the lockdown is a difficult period but even otherwise there are a lot of people who avail the service and i want to so uh, bring out a point see, over here yeah, sorry yeah I do want to bring out a point over here that when we talk about emotional support and suicide prevention it's not that only people who are suicidal who can call us actually anybody can right. call us anybody who's going through a difficult or a stressful time can call us okay. if you are feeling anxious or if there is some unburdening to do it's it's like that you don't have to be suicidal or you don't have to be depressed and you don't have to be like I am suffering from depression only then I'm eligible to call people uh, have called us at moments in the spur of the moment etc and we actually see ourselves as an additional resource uh if you feel uh, that you do need counseling or professional help we are all in for that please seek professional help but we are like right. an add on resource we are under the umbrella of the emotional support and the professional and the mental health awareness spectrum so we are just an add on service uh, which uh, helps people have us when they are not having the access to the professional Absolutely. whatever you yeah. share on the call is between the caller and the samaritans and samaritans okay. and that's all so the non judgmental space the anonymity and the confidentiality is what provides a safe space to our callers is what uh, uh, helps and pushes our callers to actually call us because that provides a safe space yeah. and this is what we call befriending when we are receiving a caller in a non judgmental and an anonymous uh, and this is what we call befriending 
anonymous okay. anonymity confidentiality and the non judgmental space that we provide is a safe space that we provide and this is what leads us to give the best emotional support to the caller who calls us in yeah but ahana the uh, what kind yes. of calls i mean like you've been taking a lot of calls i'm just a little curious now what kind of calls uh, do you get i mean what kind of uh, conversations normally uh, people uh, seek uh, you know um, mm. help for or they want to unburden about is there a pattern mm. you see especially now with corona or is it just anything that uh, and everything of life you know or uh, you know and is there any specific age group or can you sort of judge from the way they are talking what age group they are because when somebody converse uh, converses with you you from their conversation mm. and from of the voice you could you could guess the age group and mm. probably advise accordingly you know because uh, mm. i may uh, i may not sound my age you know mm. and i may be talking something how how what kind of calls and what kind of uh, things have you been attending to you know especially in this pandemic uh so calls generally like you very rightly said range from anything to everything okay and uh, it could be any situation uh it doesn't have to be a really stressful situation it has to be some it could be a, a very stressful situation and in, in major, majority terms people majority majoritarily who consider it a stressful situation or it could be just any hmm. other situation so it can actually be anything and everything and okay. we have callers from almost all age groups but definitely during this lockdown we've seen a lot of anxiety among uh, uh, callers who do happen uh, to call us and definitely this anxiety and the uncertainty that the whole pandemic brings is yes. uh, definitely one uniform pattern that we see in the in this pandemic period otherwise the calls range from anything to everything from various situations from all kinds of emotions and we we as volunteers our job is to actually you know uh, it's to bring out those emotions and help them to talk about them so that they can detangle themselves so uh, the lockdown definitely sees uh, anxiety as uh, the uh, anxiety uncertainty which is quite natural uh, during this pandemic and um, well age group like i said it's all age groups but if i do have to say maybe the youngsters definitely youngsters and middle aged uh, yes the youngsters do uh, call us quite frequently um so that would be uh, the age group but again like i said it really varies and it is it is all or like it's 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 all over like the age group is so, there's no bandwidth yeah. like i cannot say okay so it's the age group career to family to uh, to life or something that's troubling you or anything that you relationships relationships to relationships to sexual identity to anything okay. and tell me at my absolute emotional yeah. uh, you know high and um, maybe mm. i'm just such a state of mind that i'm not getting it uh, you know you're not able to convince me or something and i scream at you i shout at you and i bang the phone down i mean mm. what happened because you have no connect to that person after uh, you know you have yes. put the yes. the person the phone down or you have put right. the phone down so uh, does right. it trouble does it shake you up does it make you wonder what you could do or what you could have done better or you know i mean this we are also right, human right, and right. friend of the phone you know yeah yeah so have you Definitely. faced any so we 
Uh, well, we do have a very uh, strong process in our organization, what we call as offloading. So we make it a point that our volunteer is able to share the kind of call and the impact that the call had. Whatever the call could be, it could be a, a call that could be completed and the caller was, uh, you know, just the call had its organic end. Or it could be a very, uh, you know, abruptly the call ended or whatever. We have this process, like I said, called offloading, where we make it a point to ensure that our volunteers are able to share how the call was for them. And that sort of unburdens. And we, we provide the same space to our own volunteers so that they are able to unburden themselves and maybe even introspect that maybe could I have done better over here? Could I have done better on that aspect? So this and we definitely pester the volunteer until the volunteer has it stopped bothering the call. Our goal definitely is that, you know, we must have heard of things like burnout and compassion fatigue. You cannot be of help. You can't be a wounded, you can't be a wounded healer yourself. So you have to be at a point that when you get out of the center, there's no call that's troubling you. So we urge our volunteers themselves to have this system where you reach out to any co-volunteer and share how this call was and how it's shaking you. Did it trigger something in you or maybe your experience and resolve it? So that is what happens. Talking about a story that maybe, I mean, uh, due to anonymity, I won't be able to share a call, but I'll definitely let you know about a story. Um, Samaritan started in the UK by, uh, you know, Reverend Chad Vera, who, uh, you know, uh, was uh, working at an institution over there mm -hmm. and uh, he um, uh, the girls over there it was a hostel uh, facility and uh, they heard about uh, a girl who had uh, died by suicide and okay. uh, when they a young girl maybe 13 years old or 14 year old who, who died by suicide and uh, then when they tried to find out what could be the reason she had written in her diary that she uh, chose chose suicide because her she started menstruating and she didn't know what was going on. And she thought that she has got some sexually transmitted diseases or a disease or God is punishing her that she's bleeding from down. And uh, she thought that some, she has done something absolutely uh, punishable. And she, due to that reason, she completed suicide. And that shook him up so much that he said that, you know, the girl just had nobody to talk, talk this about with. She had nobody to just, it's such a simple biological process, but she still couldn't share it with anybody. And this is, this is monumental to have lost a life uh, due to menstruation at that point of time. And anybody to, uh, to, to have lost a life to suicide is definitely a tragedy. And yes. so he, that moved him a lot. And therefore he decided to start a, you know, a service where people, he can counsel people and talk to people. So when he started this service, he had his room and where people would come and, you know, talk to him and take counseling from him. A few, you know, good willing people from here and there, you know, they started, uh, you know, offering water, chai and uh, all of these, uh, some pleasantries, etc. to the people who were waiting outside before they were getting in the room. And uh, uh, when they came inside, when their turn came to go inside, they actually found out that people were already feeling a little better. Mm. He said that what's happening. So what was happening was that uh, the volunteers uh, used to start talking to the patients who were yes. waiting outside, just casually asking them, what's, what, what are you here for? What's the issue? Mm. And he mm. said that by the time they came inside, they were feeling so much better that somebody just listened to them. 
so soon he said that soon it was decided that you know maybe he can train certain volunteers and start a service like this so finally those very good uh, keen listening volunteers were trained and uh, that's how the whole service started and then of course now samaritans has multiple offshoots uh, we are currently samaritans mumbai we are a part of uh, befrienders worldwide which is a umbrella organization for organizations which have similar values like okay. us and we are also mm-hmm. a part of befrienders india which is again an umbrella organization we do have yearly meetings etc where we talk about our values and how we are upholding them but we otherwise as organizations definitely function on our own so samaritans mumbai handles all its businesses be it pr be it calls etc expenses everything ourselves but uh, because we are under the uh, umbrella organization of befrienders india we do have a lot of other organizations which are there all over the country like bangalore has mitram and uh, chennai also has a few organizations etc with the same value system so therefore if you are from another i mean we get calls from all over the country even from abroad but if oh. you have a special requirement for language etc and if you you know hmm, we do give them that number and we do direct them there yeah we do direct yeah, them there if they have that yeah. uh, we all feel depressed and we all get into mm-hmm. that once little moment where if it passes it mm. passes if it doesn't pass then mm. oh god help us mm. but uh, what would you like people to know about you know mm. how if that moment comes upon you how would you, you if you can't pick up a call how do yeah. you do you deal with something like this because it you know every time you can't just be looking uh, supposing i'm feeling at this moment i'm feeling like oh god i just don't want to live anymore i i'm just fed up i want to jump out the window or any such stupid thing that thoughts that we humans get in our head mm-hmm. i mean on mm-hmm. on a to uh, you know to look for a helpline mm-hmm. so at that mm-hmm. moment be your advice to people who are listening in that what is the first thing to do before you allow any emotion to you know take over anybody can die by suicide right anybody Agreed. can die by suicide you may think that this person may never do it i may never do it you never Correct. know maybe the situations and the circumstances are not that way today True. but we can have any time in the future so i want this myth also to go from people that you know are he was so happy she was so happy she was so mm-hmm. jolly uh, how did they die by suicide anybody can die by suicide and right. there are a lot of signs of any uh, you know signs that somebody can show when they could be suicidal but still those signs which are there are very well known to mental health professional but still having you know suicide can be completed even without those signs being seen yes i agree with you that's exactly the reason why i asked exactly. you that that's it's, it's so at the moment it, and it can be anybody at any time right it that's true and it's, it's 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 something like it's you know yeah that's very true uh yeah. and you know it's it's not that it's it's a it's a, a cowardly act or it's an act of um, you know suicide is a solution seeking act okay. when you when you can't see when you come to a point where you feel worthless and you feel hopeless if i can make it the most simplest Right. you feel hopeless and you feel worthless is then that you are more likely to complete suicide and it is 
not a cowardly act not anything else it's a solution seeking that when you are in such pain you do not see any hope of anything for example maybe working out for you or anything that you can do to get out of a situation right you really draw a blank you really draw a blank when you think of the future it's black and at that point and at that moment the only solution that you see is to end your life so suicide is a solution seeking that's the solution they see to end their pain so i want everybody listening over here to know that you know before they really bash somebody who has committed yes. suicide or they call them names or they judge them or they call them cowards or stupid or kamzor aadmi kamzor dimag wala insaan aise bhi koi karta hai kya and all of that i want you to know that they were so much in pain that they wanted to get rid of the pain right so i right. want that 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 so please don't uh, you know judge the person who has completed suicide the person found no other way to deal with the pain or the circumstance that they were in and maybe they were suffering from an already existing pre condition we do see the 99% of people right. who die by suicide are suffering from depression and depression does make it possible that you actually do not see anything any solution okay it's it's a mental thing like you know you must have heard depression is a disease it's a legitimate disease right. it's not right. it's not like ki koi kamzor dimag se paida hua hai or anything it's a disease right. that actually occurs you could be jogging you could be out there you could be working you could have everything going for you and you still could have depression so Absolutely. therefore therefore that's why anybody can complete suicide Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was beautifully put and explained. Do we think when we ask somebody, "How are you? Are we yes. really? Do we really mean it? Are we really ready to listen if the person says, 'No, we are not well'?'" I know. And then I how present and how available are we for that person? Yes. If yes. the person, when we ask that question, we ask it so casually, it's become a very casual listening. How are you? But mm. if you are present and if you are there for that person, I mean, I have seen people who've had uh, who. you know uh, caught on just because they had just this one person who they could talk to who was there and who they knew they cared for and they may ha- have never shared their dark secrets or their mental health with them or maybe their difficult points with them but they know that one person that they have taken care of or that person cares for them and that has set them through the difficult times so that's huge that's the kind of difference you as an individual can make sources and also the most yes, important is that you should be uh, you know happy with yourself you know mm. if you're happy self and if you are a happy person with what with your own life then uh, it is easier your own uh, you know uh, yes. people around you offer that matter to be able to listen to somebody but if yes. you know if somebody tells you something and you go on that are mere sath bhi yahi hota hai that kind of a trip uh-huh. or not helping right. person you're not helping you know, the person डार्कोलर Yes, it's true. not that Arya, I can cannot understand death because I have never seen death in my own house. No, you yeah, can still absolutely. be there. Just come absolutely. down the dark hole with them and just be there. That's all, and that's all the person wants. Just be there with somebody. They don't want to. Then maybe add on yeah. your. 
you know because once yeah. you heard, a person has started speaking to you he's telling you his problems and you straight yeah. have you brought him to a zero by saying uh, you know that are mere sath bhi yahi ho raha hai this is happening to me that yeah. is happening you stop you, conversation you stop conversation stop the you that's stop true. the empathy, stop the sharing you stop the listening you stop the sharing that's true Absolutely. that's true thank so you it's very important and I, and i do understand that uh, you know you were talking about the emotional bandwidth to listen to somebody yes that's very true and that's very important and that's what i meant that that's why our volunteers the burnout the compassion right. fatigue that's why it's very right. important that your mental health first only then will you be able to offer that help to the others you can't be a wounded healer at all you will yes. do more damage if you are more a wounded damage. healer so yes Absolutely. your your mental health is always priority always priority only then can you have the bandwidth to listen to other people and i do want to mention we were talking about suicide uh, and uh, because it's also in the news these days uh, after uh, you know uh, we had a case very yeah. recently uh, a media people i see a lot of people using the term commit suicide uh, commit is a, a term that we is not considered appropriate because we generally use commit for a crime they committed okay. a crime of murder so okay. commit suicide is not a, a, a not a term to be used and it's generally you say they completed suicide or they died by suicide oh, okay or things like that and there are even guidelines given to the media and to people uh, news uh, writers and newspapers on how to report a suicide case and that uh, and so commit is not used you complete suicide okay. or you die wow. by suicide so That's i want to bring that because i see a lot of people in popular media they very they use commit and you know i want everybody to keep yeah, it in mind because for all of us all of us have been uh, using for a very long you know we've always yes, said that's true we've always said it. but yeah, i do yeah. urge people to like because you know you can understand if you use that word the if some you don't know the person sitting in front of you or the person listening to you may have had somebody very close who lost them to suicide and it, it they say that you know it feels that they their their loved one committed a crime the truth is the loved one was in just so much pain and they didn't commit a crime by dying right. they were just in so much pain and they tragically chose to chose that solution so be wow. very mindful of the other person and their feelings so i would urge the uh, people who are here to stop using uh, commit and start using dying by suicide which is a much more yes, uh, yes. acceptable way of using the term so being here you have helped uh, you know um, i'm sure a lot of people who will, who will be listening in uh, later on will uh, really uh, you know benefit from this conversation thank you for listening and i'll see you again next time namaste